0: Thank you for listening to Unarmored Talk Podcast. Truly appreciate your support. We're in over 550 cities and 28 countries and territories and growing weekly. Again, thank you so much. Don't forget to share uh, this with your friends and families. Put that four-star, five-star, one-star rating on Apple Podcasts homepage. And don't forget to go to my YouTube channel, Mario P. Fields YouTube. Subscribe to that Unarmored Talk playlist. And click the subscribe button. Turn on all the notifications. That way you can get everything. And last but not least, if you want to get uh, access to all my social media, go to thepraydeck.com. That's praydeck.com. Follow me there. You get everything. Well, let's get ready to get into this episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Unarmored Talk Podcast. I'm your host. Mario P Fields, and we got a special one today. Um, someone again who's willing to not only not only remove their armor, but slow down a little bit to be able to do this podcast. Josh White, welcome to Unarmored, Unarmored Talk podcast.
1: Thanks for having me, Mario. It's a, it's a pleasure to be on here, and uh, been looking forward to it, man.
0: No, same a- same here. So, hey, can you tell the listeners and viewers a little bit about yourself?
1: So, my name is Josh White. I'm from Charleston, West Virginia. I'm 30 years old now. I've been racing since I was 16, and uh, I had actually—I'm—I'm act- I'm a Marine. I'm the only Marine to to race NASCAR since 1966. Wow! I'm the second ever, and I'm the only currently racing in NASCAR.
0: Wow! So
1: yeah it's uh it's such an honor man like it's it's great to be able to represent you know the marine corps community and um all that you know uh, it's something i don't take lightly you know um uh, but yeah man i, I went to the uh, marine corps and i enlisted in delayed entry program in 2009 and went to boot camp in 2010 and uh graduated and went to the fleet and did my time you know i did pretty much six years, and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's great, you know, I started racing when I was 16, I started drag racing, in mm. uh, an 84 Camaro, you know, just nothing extravagant, nothing crazy, I mean, I was 16, I didn't have a lot of money, you know, so, I went and did that, won some races, and that wasn't where I wanted to be, though. I mean, it, something was better than nothing at the same time. Right. So, um, it was a lot of fun. After that, I went circle track racing. You know, I went uh, racing at the on the dirt tracks and uh, on I seventy seven Raceway and Crate Lake Models, and it was just kind of uphill from there. It's always been an uphill battle. You know, it's, it's not been an easy feat. Uh, it
0: has not been easy at all. Which makes sense on why you joined the Marines, right? You, you know, Josh was born born addicted to adrenaline and and challenges.
1: (laughs) Yep, exactly.
0: I I love a challenge, and
1: I love adrenaline. You know, I'm, I'm always the I'm the adrenaline junkie. You think of, you know, like, hey, let's go do this. Let's go jump out of an airplane. Yeah, you know, something, something along those lines. That's 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 me. I, I love the rush.
0: So so let let's jump right into the topic, ladies. First of all, simplify, brother. Hoorah. Uh, Hoorah, man. And you know, in lance corporal, right? My memory serves me correctly. Um, from lance corporal to NASCAR. I mean, how many? You're the only one. I'm the only one. You're, you're the only one. Earned the title, Marine. Transitioned out from lance corporal to NASCAR. I mean, we're interviewing history right now in the NASCAR and, you know, the motor sports industry. Yes,
1: sir. Absolutely. And uh, I'm looking to make more history, too, man. I mean, I get to the point to where, you know, I can have a good car at these races. If I was the win, if I was to win at any racetrack, any NASCAR sanctioned racetrack, as long as it's not Darlington. I'm making history. Uh, Larry Frank won at Darlington, and he was the only Marine to win at Darlington. Other wow. than that, it, it's wide open. If if I was the race Charlotte next month, and win at Charlotte, I'd be the first U-
0: United States Marine in history to win at Charlotte Motor Speedway. So, well, I, I I know I'm watching and I'm rooting and I'm gonna get behind you. And again, ladies and gentlemen, um, you guys want to support Josh White. He's on social media. Josh, how how can they find you real quick before we jump into the topic?
1: Yeah, uh, just, uh, you know, on Facebook, look up Josh White Racing and uh, Twitter and Instagram. You can find me at Fighting Marine.
0: Nice. Nice. And share it. Find ways to sponsor. Find ways to support. Um, This is amazing, Josh. and and, And I'm honest. Hey, let's jump right into the topic, though. You know, here you are racing how fast what's the fastest you have ever gone in a, in, a, in a car
1: the fastest I've ever been in a car
0: well I guess let me be more accurate a race <laughs> race car
1: <laughs> <laughs> well in a, in a race car on record Um it's so 185 lap average at Daytona when I done Daytona testing in 2013. Mm-hmm. That's just a lap average. But what I mean by that is the lap average of your entire run during that lap. So you're going to lose speed going into the corners. Right. Yeah, I could have. I could have been 190,
0: 195 these Yeah. See, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking 185 consistently. Yes, and it's not that,
1: right? It's faster. So, off the record, uh, now I'm telling myself a little bit here. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, you know, a, this, the,
0: this this is on armor talk, man. So let's go ahead, remove the armor. Let's hear it.
1: All right. Well, my Camaro I had that I drag raced.
0: I had it up to 100 uh, 260. Two hundred and sixty miles per hour. Yes. D- d- during that, I mean, I don't even know how that feels. W- did you get s- nervous, scared? Did you experience, man, any emotions going two sixty? I was scared.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was scared. And then there was there was another there was another time.
0: Josh, uh, I love you. Josh said, "Man, I was scared." <laughs>
1: Yeah, I was. I'm not kidding, because it felt felt like the car was just floating. I mean, one wrong move, it felt like it would have been airborne. And so, I mean, it was not set up for that kind of speed. I didn't have a roll cage, none of that stuff. I was just young, stupid, and all out, you know. Uh, There was another time... You know, this is back when you know, I didn't have the chance to, to race a lot. So I mean I I was young. I had the itch really really bad. Right. Like so there was another time I had a, a red Ford Probe. It was I think it was like a 95 or 96. Anyway, this is a this is this is a, a really good story here. Coming out of Camel's Creek, I grew up in Camel's Creek. I turned left on, you know, Route sixty. I don't remember where I was going. I think I was going where the who I was dating at that time. I think I was going to her house, and so I hammered down, and I have no I clue, no clue how fast I was going. There was a cop that passed me on the other side. Oh, I man. seen him flash his lights on and then and do a turn. But by that time, I already floored it in fifth gear, pedaled to the metal. And there's a kind of like a, a mechanic shop on the left. I hurried up and then hid behind that mechanic shop. And I watched the cop pass me just right on by. I got home and my, my grandfather, he was dating and, you know, my sister calls her her grandmother, but anyway, she was a really big part of her family. Right, and he got on to me and was like, "Boy, what are you doing going that on fast?" I guess the Bell Police Department called the house and said I was going 160 miles an hour. Oh, in a Ford Probe?
0: Yes. Hey, they they probably saw that flash and thought it was an eclipse. <laughs>
1: I don't know man. Somehow they got somehow they got my plate number, I guess. What? And,
0: and, yeah. And they called the house. They called the house. Oh,
1: my. I didn't I didn't even tell my grandfather or or, or Debbie or, or none of them nothing. I just came back to the
0: house and everything was cool. Didn't say a <laughs> word. Well, they knew. They knew where they sitting on the porch and having a nice beverage and welcome back, Josh. How was your trip? Oh, it was wonderful. No events, you know, smooth. Yeah. How was that speed? (laughs) Yeah,
1: (laughs) they wasn't on the porch. They was inside. I don't remember what they was doing, but I I remember they was on the porch. You know. Oh, Uh, Oh, yeah. I got I got a little bit on that, a little bit over on that one. You know, they they didn't like it too well.
0: It, it, would you say I, I know at, at that point you were like, okay, I I think I need to rethink some of my actions, especially if I'm going on a date, because this whole town knows everyone, and I cannot escape, man. It,
1: it pretty much, I mean that's that's the way Charleston is, you know, especially you know places like Camel's Creek and Bell and Malden. And all that. Everybody knows everybody because it's, it's a small town, even. Charleston I mean they consider it a city but it's really just a small town I mean yeah you go to Charleston you go into Charleston 10 minutes later you're out of it and, right yeah you know, it, it's not it's not very big I mean there's probably if I had to guess probably I had a population of at most 50,000 out of all of Charleston yeah that's
0: I, that's I, I could be I could be wrong, but I mean, it's not, it's not big. At all. It's not big at all. So, so has, has any of your experiences in the Marine Corps, you know, the, the five, six years you, you know, you served. um, the, were, did you transfer any of those skills to, to enhancing your driving skills in, in the net, na- you know, in the race car? So
1: nothing I really learned in the Marines enhanced my driving skills per se, Uh but the Marine Corps mentality Mm. definitely had a lot to do with my success and, uh, my keep pushing forward attitude, you know, and never giving up, um, you know, being a Marine, you know, Marines don't give up. So, you know, being part of that, that's kind of helped me propel myself forward. And, uh, it's also kind of helped me think outside of the box in some ways, you know, it's been a little, um, I, I do things differently than other people, you know? So,
0: and you yeah. know, it's interesting you say that because there's a survey, um, that, that was conducted. I can't remember what organization. And did you know that the results came back that the, that the people survey thought that military folks are rigid thinkers and not people who think out of the box? So to hear you say that, where you're like, oh, yeah, my military experience made me think out of the box more. <laughs> yeah. I
1: mean, it, never giving up and, and having the, that mentality makes you question yourself a lot. It makes you question, what can I do to better, get better? What can I improve? What am I not doing right? because I mean, this is my passion and this is what I want to do. Well, if I want to do that and I'm not giving up, I've got to figure out how to do it differently than, than the other, you know, 10, 15,000 race car drivers there are out there. And in addition to that, add value to what I'm offering. So that way, if a sponsor comes on board, how am I going to make the money? You know, that's, that's their only concern like if a a sponsor comes on board all their I mean they they care about things but their main concern is how are you going to make me money and so I've got to be able to answer that and to be able to answer that sometimes I've got to go outside of my comfort zone and and think outside of the box so yeah I mean improvise and adapt and overcome you know
0: Nice man. And and what what would you say? I mean, you've been you've been, you know, since your grand from, from my understanding, it was your grandfather that introduced you to the need for speed. Am I am I accurate when you were young? When
1: I was young, I have you ever seen the movie Days of Thunder? Yes. That's what got got me started. I was three or four years old. I watched that movie. And after that, it was done. I watched it like on repeat. My grandfather hated it because it's all I ever wanted to watch as a kid. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And so he eventually got, you know, it, it, it was like an old international and he made it into the probably the most redneck thing you've ever seen. No joke. It had wooden doors and, you know, it had, it, uh, paint job looked like somebody took a paintbrush and paintbrushed it, and it, it was it was rickety. He was he looked at me and was like, "Here's our race truck." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we ne- it made my day, but we never did do anything with it, and probably wouldn't. a Couple months, I don't remember how long it was because I was so young. I mean, you're you're that young, you don't remember a lot.
0: But I get I can only imagine him going, you know, going to your grandma, going, "We should have never, ever, ever." Let Josh watch Days of Thunder. Like who, whoever allowed him to watch that baby? We need to somehow delete it from his brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't
1: know, man. I don't know if he went that far, but it was. Uh, <laughs> I, I tell you, after, yeah. you know, after he got that race truck, he he sold it. You know, it he didn't have it very long. Mm-hmm. And as a, as a kid, I was so sad and disappointed because I looked forward so much to taking that out and just going full throttle and having some fun. But fast forward to later in life, my grandfather had actually got a four-wheeler. Mm. And that's when the fun really started.
0: <laughs> but um, you, you were a little older, huh? Yeah, I was.
1: Uh, I was... So, my need for speed was there. I had the itch really bad, and every time we was up at the camp, and I took the four wheeler out, you know, there wasn't very many times I wasn't full throttle. To be honest, I, I took I took Debbie, you know, my grandfather's girlfriend, for a ride every now and then. And her first time on a ride with me, we got back. You see, where I'd go riding, I'd have to cross six creeks. Okay. And so when we got back and you know, my grandfather asked Debbie, how come you're not wet? When you go through creeks, she said, what creeks?
0: <laughs> She's probably like, "We what what creeks are you talking about? Because Josh is probably going so fast. I just felt a splash and thought maybe it was raining outside.
1: That, uh, that's pretty much what she said. She said we was going so fast. I mean, what creeks?
0: Oh, so, my.
1: Yeah, and then uh, I took uh, my dad for a ride one time when, you know, we was up there and done pretty much done the same thing. We got back, and I have never, ever seen him so ghost white in my entire life. Yeah, he, he wouldn't admit it. He wouldn't admit that he was scared, but you could just see it. I mean... <laughs> Just completely (laughs) discolored,
0: (laughs) Josh. Josh, you put it apart. It pops. How was that? (laughs) 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 Oh man! So, so currently, you know, you got a big race coming up. You know, can you talk talk to us a little bit about that? You know, what's coming up on horizon for Josh White, the Fighting Marine?
1: So May twenty seventh, which is actually. Man, it's coming up really soon. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm running at Charlotte Motor Speedway at May 27th. You'll be able to watch me on Fox Sports One, or you'll be able to listen to me on uh the MRN. It's the Motor Racing Network. I believe it's on Sirius XN as well. And uh, it's also going to be on Flow Racing. Flow Racing is like a Netflix for racing, it's really cool. And uh yeah, after that, I got a dirt race I'm doing August 21st, and uh, you'll be able to see that on MAV TV. And then September 15th, I'm going to Bristol,
0: Bristol short track racing. Man, I tell you, as my schedule lightens up, I got to come out and see you race, Josh. And um, you know, be, and when, when, when ladies and we're not done, we're, all, we're yeah, I got a couple more questions before I let Josh go. I just want everybody to get that so we can support Josh. If you if you're in the area, you, you know if you're in uh, Charlotte, the Carolinas, you know you got the dirt track race coming up in August, or you got Bristol uh, with Tennessee, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Down in down Tennessee, guys, get out there support Josh White if you can. What 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 would you say is your number one challenge, my friend? Like like right now, you know things that people don't even think you deal with as a as a uh, you know as a as a race uh, a motor you know sport. Uh, driver what, what what's your number one challenge today
1: my number one challenge you're you're, you're asking what my number one challenge is besides the obvious right absolutely. Besides
0: sponsorship and, absolutely
1: okay my number one challenge besides sponsorship and physical fitness is just dealing with everyday life so, you know being a father uh and um being a fiance to my woman, you know, and um, being able to keep everything going, you know, the keeping the, the bills paid, and keeping everybody fed, you know, just like anybody else. I mean, that that's my greatest challenge besides the obvious. You know, a lot of people don't see that, you know, a lot of people feel like or, you know, they see somebody like me, you know, it, they feel like I'm a superstar, you know. They, and he has a lot of money. I ain't gonna bring that. It. No, it's, it's nothing like that. I'm living the dream, absolutely, but I'm having to to count my dollars just like everybody else. It's a challenge.
0: Josh, I'm glad you brought that up because even me, you—I mean, you know—I'm captivated, and I didn't even stop to think again. I mean, Josh has to wake up and, you know are you going to be at my game today or are you going to, honey, we're going to be home for dinner Now nah, I got to race or I have to practice or I have to go work out. So I, I, thanks for sharing that. And, sure. and I, and I like earlier how you mentioned, you know, in the Marine Corps, how you learned never give up, no matter what, just be resilient, keep going, adapt and overcome, but just don't quit. And Absolutely. so yeah. Cause you know, I would have never thought, I'm just thinking again, I'm just thinking and probably like a lot of just my belief viewers and listeners going he wakes up and race he race does some interviews Goes to sleep and then he gets up and race that would what a wonderful life
1: right that that would be a wonderful life you know that's totally you know not the case though uh, you know we've you've got to work up to race day you know every, every day is different and um you know, as a driver, you know, you've, you've got to get sponsors and stuff leading up to the race. You know, the the more you put into it, the better you can be. And behind the scenes of that, you know, you still have your personal life, you know, you, I'm a dad, you know, I'm, uh, you know, I'm a fiance and
0: yeah. Yeah. It's just, uh,
1: it's a little different when people think, you know, it's
0: yeah. Well, I appreciate it. Going going back.
1: Going back to the never give up mentality, I want I just thought about this a while ago. I wanted to wanted to say it. We was in the Marines when somebody said retreat. What did you say?
0: Oh like hell no, retreat. <laughs> hell no.
1: When somebody said retreat, you said retreat hell. So you know what? When somebody, you know, when I think about giving up, I say retreat hell, right? Because, you know, that's the way I was taught. So
0: that's awesome, that Josh. Well, I I am so honored to have you on an talk. I know you're busy, my friend, and um, so I truly appreciate you taking a few minutes to to do this episode with me. And again, ladies and gentlemen, follow Josh White on social media. Support his efforts in racing. And one last thing, Josh, for for the young folks out there, anyone who wants to, who has a dream, uh, to one day to to race professionally, what advice could you give them? Well, not just racing, but anything
1: they want to do. It doesn't matter if it's racing or race car, or you know, maybe they want to go to college and become a doctor, or. They want to become a veterinarian or maybe they want to become an NFL player. It's, it all applies. It's all the same. You know, you just never give up. If somebody discourages you, don't listen to them. I've had, you know, family members, friends tell me, you know, when I went to the Marine Corps, you can't do that. There's no way. You're not that kind of person. (laughs) Whatever. The same way with NASCAR. I want to go race this and I'm going to be a NASCAR driver. You can't do that. No way. You, you ain't got you the money to do that. Well, I did it. And, you know, you just can't let them get to you. You got to keep pushing forward. And there's a lot of people I got to thank for, you know, this year, this racing season, you know, my sponsors. You know, a part of not giving up is believing in yourself. And when you believe in yourself and you're confident in what you can do, you'll find that other people will believe in you too. And so I have a lot to thank. Uh, I have a lot of people to thank, you know, my sponsors, kanoma Ammunition, Racer Apparel, Fish Fishfin, Bub and Mothers, uh, You First, Reality Infinity. I've got uh, Patriot Popcorn Company. So, I mean, these guys, they're great. I really appreciate their support. Yeah. I, I couldn't, I couldn't be any more grateful. You know, these people believe in me and to get to that point, you've got to believe in yourself and just never give up.
0: Josh. I love it, man. People, there's people out there that believes in you, but it all starts with you believing in yourself, my friend. Hey, Thanks so much. I know I know you got the the background blurred out because there's some secret some big engines back there, man. I truly appreciate it. I'm looking forward to May 27th and future races, Josh Cipify, and thank you so much for coming on. No problem, Cipify. No worries. Well, ladies and gentlemen, until next time, God bless you all, and we'll see you again. Thank you for listening to another episode of um if you guys get a chance again support josh white in any way you can and remember like he said no matter how tough things get no matter how bad they may seem think through it and just never give up never give up god bless you all and um thank you so much for supporting this amazing podcast